Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good evening. Welcome to Refresh. This is your host, Tasha Sterling. I'm filling in for Regina Johnson tonight. I would like to give a shout out to Princess Cooper and all the hosts of NHISG. I also would like to we are at Panera Bread. So if you hear any background noise, that is why. Um, so this evening I have some special guests tonight. I have Cherie Salazar and Sharitha Reed, and we're going to be talking about how to hold on to your dream. And by that, I mean not giving up when things look, when circumstances come against you, or as far as life may take a different route for you as opposed to somebody else. Um, Sheree, would you like to talk about talk about your dream and tell us a little bit what that looks like for you holding on despite life circumstances? Well, I know for me, um, I've been married now eight years, and uh, before I got married, I had had my bachelor's and I had gotten my master's, but even before then, for me, I said that by 27, you know, we always have those goals, <laughs> that I would be married, have the perfect four kids, and live in a house with a picket fence. Well, God had another plan. Because at 37, that's when I got married, and that was way after I had gotten my education. And so I'm like, Lord, but that's not what I thought that I would be, you know, as far as my dream. But that, but God had a whole other plan for me. So now, I, you know, I've finished my master's, and I've had two kids. I have a four-month-old girl. And so now it's like, Lord, well, what now? You know, I'm still holding on to my dream, you know. What is your dream? And my dream was... I had gotten my master's in uh, counseling, and so I didn't, I haven't gone back to get my license, but I uh, I still aspire to do that, but God put another passion in my heart, and it was uh, starting to lift weights and taking fitness a little uh, serious for myself and, and trying to make myself a better me. God had placed it on my heart um, back in 09 about how important it is for not just for women, more well, men, but women especially because I guess I'm a woman, mm-hmm. because uh, he told me that if the woman is not physically, spiritually, or mentally balanced, then she's no good to her family. And so that really drove me and pushed me as far as uh, going to the gym and taking care of myself and lifting weights and trying to encourage um, my sisters in the Lord about taking care of yourself because if you're not, you know, who you're supposed to be and how uh, that support system you're supposed to be for your husband, then, I mean, you can't, you're not worth it to any to your kids or to your husband. So that really pushed me as far as that is concerned. And so he put it in my heart to start uh, working on my personal training certification. And I'm, I'm still doing that and studying and coming along gradually. And he showed me that I, I'm going to be a gym owner. Now, the typical gym that I'll have is not the typical one that you would think of. Uh, it's a different aspect that I'm coming at, and I won't spoil it too much. <laughs> I won't give it away too much until I open up. But um, but that's basically what my dream is, and to have a, a corporation, meaning I would have many of those. 
different uh, gyms throughout the nation. And um, I thank God that he did put that in my heart because I, my heart goes out to women. It's hard trying to balance yourself and being the wife and the mother. Now I see it now, and you have to have that balance. And Pastor, she was telling us, Pastor Regina, she was telling us about that at one Bible study, and that really uh, stuck with me. You really have to have balance in your life because if you don't, you're no good to no one. And if you're trying to minister to someone, you won't be able to because you're all spent up. You're, I mean, uh, not having the correct rest and not eating right and not exercising. It just all plays out just being who you're supposed to be in the kingdom. Well, when you talk about that, a point that I thought about was even you have to have balance when you're chasing after your dreams. Like you have to realize that it's not all going to come overnight and that it's not going to be like it's a it truly is a process. And I know, Sheree, the one thing I wanted to hit on with you is you already seen some of it because you were holding on by faith for your marriage, your husband and your kids. Will you talk about that? Like encourage someone who is waiting, like your sister right here waiting on the Lord. Yeah, it's. Because it took me so long, it took me 10 years before God finally um, brought me who he had truly designed for me, only because the sister was stubborn. I mean, I will admit, I was very stubborn and did not want to wait. And so the first person that came along, I thought he was the one. That wasn't the case. That's not who God had for me. And so I tell single women all the time, I mean, if you just put it in God's hand, and it's hard. It is truly hard. I remember the nights I would go to bed crying, like, Lord, have you forgotten about me? Everybody around me have gotten married. I'm 34. Like, that's really old. But to me, (laughs) I thought it was really old, and I hadn't, no one, I mean, I hadn't gotten married yet. And to God, until one day, I just said, Lord, you know what? Even if it doesn't happen, I'm still okay. And I mean, literally, this year, after I said that, (laughs) I was working at this career center, and they transferred me to Houston. And can I just say, long story short, that's where I met my husband. And I said that I would not marry anybody that I worked with. <laughs> so you have to step out the box and not, because it's not what you think will be your husband. It's who God had already, he had predestined that. Because my cousin told me, you just went to Houston and met your husband, and now you're back home. And literally, I'm back home. <laughs> I met him. I'm back home. And so eight years later, it'll be eight years in December of this year. So it's like you just have to truly put it in God's hands. And it's hard. I mean, it is truly hard. But you have to focus on you, prepare yourself before you even meet that person. Because he doesn't want baggage or it just like you wouldn't want anybody just just anybody you want your um boaz you want your Isaac. i don't want ishmael i didn't want ishmael but you know god saved me thank god because i yeah i would have messed it up a long time ago so just hold on it's it's worth it truly it's worth it because if you can truly say that me waiting 10 years was worth me saying that going through a struggle and knowing that I feel at ease or I'm comfortable because he truly is the person that holds me because there are certain things that I'm not strong in that he's strong in and he helps me in things that he's not that I am. So it's like you, you compliment one another and that's how it's supposed to be. And so I, I thank God every day that I didn't screw it up and God was truly like, daughter, you really don't know, but hold on, I got you. (laughs) That is so encouraging to me, because as a single mom, that's one of my dreams. Like, I've accomplished other dreams, but that is one of the big ones that stick out to me, because I desire to have a husband, I desire to have more children. So knowing that my dream may not fit the typical mold, or or I might have to think outside the box. Now, I'm I'm not going to be 20 when I get married. I'm probably right now going to be closer to my 40s. You know, it, it's going to be a lot different than from what I thought it would be. But I know the Lord is growing me. Can you tell us some about your dreams, Shalisa? Certainly. Um, just before I do, I I, I look when I'm listening at Sheree and you, and I think about my own self. Um, there's a scripture that I thought about. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's whatever God's will is that will be done in our lives. And so, you know, it's like many times we, we 
you know, like you guys said, we have this schedule, this outline, this uh, timeline of when things should occur. Um, I certainly didn't plan on getting married at 20. Um, of course, I aspired to be married, but I ended up getting married when I was 20. Um, so I've been married 14 years now. So that makes me 34. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I've been married most of my and so um, just kind of what Cherie said that um, sometimes in waiting uh, sometimes in waiting um, it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen you know it's, it's like you said it's about the process of preparing me um, my, my husband and I were doing this study this morning about waiting and the actual uh, scripture talks about when I'm hoping for something and it takes a long time I begin to get a little uneasy and like man is this really going to happen is he really going to come am I really going
Grip with the fear so I disappeared and then dropped to the ground like a miscatch. But I, I'm done with that. You can tell them all that I'm done with that. No more backing down into the background. That's not because I put them old habits down, uh-huh. I follow the leader and where he may take me may make me a leader. It's wrote on the wall, all you need to do is read it. Can't be a lame duck and it's over the ego. So I'm crossing the line. Tell them all, dog, that I lost too much time. Ain't standing in this place because I got to win a race and I'm running for a crown. Can't back it down, nah. Welcome you back to Refresh. Again, Salazar with us and Sharitha Reed and Courtney Conway joined us during the break. So we are excited and we are talking about how to hold on to your dream. And we were having a conversation during the break about that some dreams don't fit into that typical mold or what you were talking about, like you can't put things inside a box. And that for me was college. Um, a lot of people tend to go to college when they leave their parents' house. That didn't happen for me. I went to the Army. I then started taking classes after I did all of that. Had a child, stopped taking classes, got married, took some more classes, um, got out the Army, um, took some more classes. It took me seven years. My bachelor's degree went through a divorce, became a single mom, all while still trying to get a bachelor's degree. Um, went back to active duty during this time. This all happened in the span of trying to get a degree accomplished. But my point is, I didn't. Like, it, it didn't fit the mold. It didn't. There were times I would cry, like, I'm not going to get this done. This is not going to happen. How am I going to do this? But for me, that's that gave me, once I accomplished that goal, it gave me fuel to accomplish another dream or another goal. And if I can do this and my faith and God can help me accomplish this in the midst of all of life's circumstances, like I said, I went through a divorce in the middle of that, got out the army. All these changes came in the midst of me trying to fill just that one dream. And so that's what I want to talk about. How How is your dream or how does it not fit the mold or well, I mean, because like I said uh, earlier, my master's was in counseling, and I guess it really, it's not really outside of the mold, but it, it isn't, but because I, my dream was to have a practice, my own practice, and to counsel, and then life happened, and then like I said, um, the Lord spoke to me about uh, women and how as far as being balanced in their families and so now it's like I'm, I'll still be counseling but on the physical side of it as far as um, helping women to become healthy not just women but men and children I've, I've grown a, a, a interest in trying to help kids as far as being healthy as far as that goes so as far as outside of the box I guess because I never would have thought of having a um, my own business in that perspective as far as fitness because I always thought it would be somebody that was in the arena for so many years, but I I haven't even done a fitness show yet, which I will be soon. I will be training to do that because I am 44 right now, and I said that will not stop me. I said that I will go and at least experience it one time, and that will be under my belt. And I can say, even at 44, you can still do what you thought it was the impossible. So. I guess that would be that outside-of-the-box kind of dream. (laughs) But I love when you say that, like, um, that wasn't the dream that you started out with. It was counseling. And so you were open for the dream and allowing God to change it, not that it was different, but he... You allowed him to shift it. So I think that's important, too, that even though we have, like you said, the plans in our own heart, allowing God to open up another perspective of what it is or even being open to other perspectives, like allowing the dream to shift and change as you grow and change and mature. I would say mine probably is a little bit out of the box. Um, I was born in the 80s, so 80s grew up in the 90s, so that there was still this tradition of 
graduating high school, kind of going to college, taking a good career. Um, and so I, I didn't I didn't follow it that way. Um, like I, I told them earlier, I got married when I was 20. Um, I took some classes, but I just, uh, took some classes. Life happened, kind of what Tasha said. Um, and and then now I'm into we have our own business, our own construction business, and um, I don't have a degree. I don't have a degree in construction. I don't have a degree at all. And so for me, that was initially challenging because I'm a, I'm the kind of person that I, I believe if you follow you know things strategically or, or you know step by step that it'll happen. And then if you have all of the extra things going on, um, or you don't follow that outline, you may not be successful. And and one of the things that I used to struggle with a lot is I hate failing. I, I hate not accomplishing, or I hate starting doing something and it doesn't quite turn out because. Uh, and, and the thing is, I think that agitated me the most is even when I failed or it didn't work out, the passion to do it was still there, the drive to do it was still there. But now I messed it up. Like, dang, what if I what if I do it again and it doesn't work out? Um, so that was kind of something that I had to work around or persevere through. Is that so? What it doesn't look like the next person that has a construction business or the man down the road that has a construction business. It, it doesn't mean that you can't be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was one of those things for us where we got in and made ourselves knowledgeable. Um, of the industry, there, there's a plethora. There are so many online courses now, and you don't even have to pay for them. They're, they're free, and, and it's like there's so much information. And so we just begin to make ourselves knowledgeable, and then build up that confidence that I'm not doing it like you. I can't compare it to you because if I do, that's that's a challenge all by itself. Um, and so uh, I would say that's kind of how mine. Is, is out of the box, and I, I, matter of fact, I was I wasn't fussing at my daughter's um, a couple weeks ago. My daughter made a comment about a well-known celebrity, and she said she's only 21 and she's like a billionaire. <laughs> and and the thing that hit me, um, I told her I said, you're just because you're 15, it doesn't mean that you can't come up with an idea, um, be inspired, and become a millionaire. By the time you're 17, um, we, you know, I, and I told them, I said, you guys spend a lot of time on YouTube and social media and, and all these things when those people, they're educating themselves. You know, they're feeding themselves with information. And then before you know it, an idea comes up. And here, here they are, 17 years old, uh, making more money than, than, than we were at that age. Um, and so I, 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 I'm totally open to non-traditional methods of, of accomplishing your dream. Courtney, can you share a little bit about your dream to us and then how it may not fit the mold or the typical, like it may be outside the box? Uh, yes, definitely. So I um, I did go to the traditional route. I did go to college. I'm in my last year of college. But before that, whenever I was a kid, um, I was told that I really wasn't going to amount to anything. I was really, you know, brought down um, and looked upon because I was diagnosed with a, like a learning disability, so going to school was just a dream of mine. Like that was the basic thing. Wow. It was going to school and getting into college and being able to learn how to articulate myself. And I felt like I wanted to go into nursing, so I dived into that. And I thought I can do it, and something told me no. Try to become a teacher. Try to educate the little girl. That just like you. Try to lift up the little girl that was just like you. And I was like, I cannot teach. <laughs> I was like, I cannot do that. But now I'm in the classes and I love it. I thrive there. And I, um, I'm just kind of trusting God in that moment. I'm also putting my faith into, you know, into work. I can't, you know, it's in James too. It says your faith is dead without work. Like I have to push and, and strive to be better than what I can be. Um, but then also with that, as a little girl, you know, growing up in, in church and growing up with that foundation, um, I kind of felt like God was leading me into women's ministry and, and, and leading me into creating some sort of ministry. And whenever I was in middle school, he gave me, like, just, just this tagline, just beautifully crowned. 
And so I hung on to that, and I, I, I held it close. And so many times I would tell people, and they'd be like, that's, that's no, no, like, what? You just, it just popped into your head. Um, so I just held it close. Uh, and recently, last year, I hooked up with a, with a girl that has her own ministry, and she helped me form mine. So I'm, like, in the process of creating it, but I'm finding some, I, I'm finding some faults within myself. And um, even like with you, I have a fear of failure. Mm. I have a fear of um, of putting myself out there and saying the wrong things, not being able to articulate myself. Mm. So that is my struggle. Mm -hmm. And that's um, like where I'm guess I'm tugging right now. So like I I started it, I was going strong and then I I slowly went, you know, digress. And, um, but I, I just find it different, you know, really interesting because for my family line, I would probably be the first person in ministry, like from what's going on, like in my family background mm-hmm. and how I grew up. People were like, "How, like, how much of likely are you to be loving God and you know trying to follow your dreams and mm-hmm. follow the dreams that someone you know He put inside of me?" Mm-hmm. So, whenever I tell people, um, if you have a dream, don't let anyone tell you. Yeah. It's it's not worthy. Mm-hmm. It's not high enough. No mm-hmm. matter how little it is, if it's tight, you know, making bow ties, if it's making shoes, exactly. if it's doing hair, if it's doing makeup, you follow that dream because God probably put that inside of you. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And if you find your purpose, if you find, uh, I guess, your calling, mm-hmm. everything will fall in, in in line. And that's kind of where where I am right now because I am pretty young and I haven't had a lot of, I guess, experiences that some other people have. Um, with following your dreams, but it's like I, I'm starting it out. I have my dreams of owning like my own school um, with like Christian like foundation with Christian background because I feel like we don't have that nowadays. Um, so I, I'm still uh, I'm still looking. I'm still researching. Yeah. I'm still uh, finding out how can I achieve these goals. And I mean that's really that's really my my background with that. I love when she was saying about researching and and, um, gathering information. I think that's important because I know, um, well, I'm older, but I'm 34. But even, like, as I reach dreams, being able to expand and research new ways to broaden it or to allow God to to broaden it, like teaching. Okay, so I I have that degree, and it was my first year in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So now what do I want to do more? Do I want to stay a teacher for 20 years, or do I want to be an assistant principal? Do I want to be a counselor? Mm -hmm. Um, Where is it exactly that I'm looking to go? So I don't have it all figured out, but as I reach a process, I feel like God uh, gives me more. Is that can you tell me something about that, Sheree? Like, do you feel like? Well, what comes to mind, I know – I have a four-year-old son, and then I just had a little girl four months ago. And I I, I know you shouldn't compare the two businesses, but with my son, it seemed like I was more active. I was more going to the gym and everything. But, baby, when I got to this little girl, <laughs> it was like motivation was like zero. <laughs> and I felt bad because I'm like, how am I going to not be motivated when I'm saying that I want to be a fitness, you know, <laughs> And I'm struggling just in this pregnancy. And when I tell you I was struggling, I was struggling so bad. And I I guess I was saying because I was older. I don't know. I'm sure that contributes to some of it. But it was like working out, that was a negative. I had her, and I'm like sitting, I'm like, I'm still not motivated to go work out. (laughs) But that's supposed to be my dream. I want to open up a gym. But so how you do that? And you're not even... So it was funny, um, me and my husband, we had gone to work out with his brother because he always asked us questions about um, working out in the gym. And so I remember going, I was like, okay, I'll go with y'all, you know, being with two guys, I'll go. I'll hold up girl power, you know. And so I was, we were working out, and I remember his brother, he was asking me a question about one of the machines. And it was like instantly my passion, it just came up, and I was mm-hmm. just telling him stuff, and it was like, I felt good, and I felt my rhythm, and I was in my, my own, um, what, my own zone, yeah, yeah, my own zone, and it was like, Lord, I haven't lost it, just because life, yeah. <laughs> again, right. it doesn't mean that it's not going to ever come to pass, but it's all about your passion, if you find something 
that you are passionate about, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how long it takes to get to it. Yeah. If you feel good in doing it, then eventually, like the word says, your gift will make room for you. And so you have to stand on that and just say, you know, even what happens, it's still going to come out. Because mm-hmm. God, like you said, according to God, put it in you. I know. Whatever mm-hmm. God you desire to do, it was God-given. Mm-hmm. And so it's not going to sit and die unless you make that choice and say, hey, I'm just not going to do anything with it. So I... I think in that aspect, he knew, God knew I needed that to go and find me that, okay, you might have struggled a little bit with the pregnancy, you know, you may not feel motivated right now, but the dream still hasn't, it hasn't died yet, and your passion is still there, even though if you're wondering if it wasn't, it is, and I mean, I was I mean, I was on cloud nine that day, and I know y'all probably like, really, just waiting, and lifting, sweating, yeah, okay, whatever, <laughs> but I mean, I... I, I mean, I was like I said, I was on cloud nine, and so yeah. that that what that made me think about that. And so I thank God for that moment yeah. to remind me. You just need yeah. to be reminded yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you do, and I love that because for me it was when I started teaching in the classroom. I was like, you have twenty year olds coming in here. I'm a thirty year old first new teacher. <laughs> Took a whole nother um, route to becoming a teacher, but I'd have people tell me constantly like, there's no way you're a first year teacher. But it was my heart. It was what God, from a little girl, I would play school and teach my stuffed animals. And um, I kind of gave up on that dream. But God brought it back up when I was getting out the Army, which was so funny because I had my bachelor's degree. And I was like, I can do the alternate route and get my certificate in teaching. And so it's like God didn't allow it, even though I allowed it to die. I was like, I'm not going to be able to be a teacher. I don't have time to go do the internship and go in the classroom. But God allowed me to do it another way. And Mm -hmm. so that is so beautiful to me, like that he will bring your dream back up, even when you allow it to die or you push it to the side. Um, Shariza, can you share a little bit? And then we'll have to go on a break. Yeah, um, just kind of listening at that made me think about, I heard this um, minister, motivator, whatever you want to call him, um, he said that his son was getting off, ready to go off to college, and he said, uh, I'm going to go to college and be a uh, engineer, like a record producer, and he said, you know, that, what if I get in it, and I spend all these years in it, and what if that's not it, and uh, he said, he told his son, that's fine. Because normally what happens is even if that's not it, it's normally the thing that leads, that may be the thing that leads you to whatever your it is. Yeah. And just and just kind of hearing that, even assessing my own self, I, I can look back and say there there were even jobs that I worked at because we didn't always work for ourselves. I, I can see how I was learning there. When I left there and went to another job, I learned skills there. When I left there and went to another job, I learned skills there. And then by the time we're owning our own business, it's like you're doing it and you're like, where did this come from? I've never owned it. How is it? It, it feels like it's an innate ability, like I'm just doing it, you know, with ease. And so I, I think that's one of the things, again, that we all have to remember, even in holding on or waiting on our dreams to happen, is that every place that I'm in, in life, I'm learning a quality. I'm learning a skill. I'm getting information to apply when when I'm in that when I'm in that place, um, it, it it was always my husband's dream to own our own company, and I think it was like last year he said to me at the end of the year he was like, I'm I'm in the middle of my dream. I've, I've always since I was a little boy wanted to be a business owner, and here I am right in the middle of owning the business. Certainly there are challenges. Certainly you have a bigger vision of even where you're starting out in business, but just the fact that I'm even in the beginning stages of a dream coming true. Um, so I, I definitely would encourage all, encourage anyone who's listening is don't beat yourself up on where you're at, that you haven't walked into the fulfillment of the dream because there is something that you're learning where in this stage that will help you be successful. It's time for another break. I'm refreshed, so we'll be back in a moment.
on their platform, like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshaies, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally, Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington, The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams, Dig Radio with Pastor Annette Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doretha Anderson. Been there, done that with Cindy Smith. Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Nick Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1. The World Radio Station. Welcome back to Refresh. This is Tasha Sterling, along with Cherie Salazar, Sharitha Reed, and Courtney Conway. Um, during the break, we were kind of talking about holding on to your dream and what does that look like in the middle of it when it's when you are in the middle of the process, when that thing you're working towards doesn't happen overnight. And for me, we were talking about the transition out of the Army. Um, when I was living at home, and I still had to take the, the certification test, and um, I was subbing, and I wasn't making nearly the income I was making when I 
was in the military, um, and I'm also a single mom, so I had a had a daughter, and so we're living at home and in a one bed in a bedroom together, and I'm studying for this test, and I'm taking the steps, but it took me about a year and a half to land my first teaching job, from the certification process to getting the job, and in the midst of that. I can't tell you how many times I was ready to give up. Um, when Pastor would tell me, what you going to do, go talk to a recruiter? I mean, what, you know, like, um, like what, you came too close to really throw it away now. And that's what I would struggle with. Like, there were times I would almost pick up the phone and call a recruiter. I'm like, there has to be an easier way to this then to go through all of this and the tears, the crying, the um, like, Lord, you told me, like, you you gave me words that I was making the right decision. I knew I heard you that it would be okay if I got out. And, you know, um, I was trusting him. So I think being able to stand in faith and then um, having that support system, like mm-hmm. friends and my church and and pastor and being able to be real sometimes and just talk about it like I really feel like I want to quit I want to throw in the towel and then being able to pray or you know tell me like that's not what you want to do like you came this far to what to just to go back to square Mm -hmm. one again Mm -hmm. um so Sheree can you kind of share with that like holding on the for you Oh, man, where do I begin? I mean, because we have not yet arrived yet because we're, me and my husband and two kids, we're at home with my mom, and we're just off of one income, and my husband is basically commissioned. So if you know anything about commission work, it's like a a crapshoot, if I may say that. (laughs) You don't get the same pay every time. So it's like in the midst of that, and I remember um, before I got laid off and before my husband uh, had gotten laid off, because at one point we were not working at all at the same time. So we were like, what are we going to do? You know? And so and then he got a job again, and then I had gotten a job. Well, that last time I got laid off, I asked the Lord, I said, look, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to apply for stuff. But, Lord, if, if I go on this interview, then you tell me whether or not I'm supposed to accept this mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Because... I've always, into any any job I would take, I would ask him, is this the one you want me to have? And so this last go-round, I was like, Lord, I know you put it in my heart to have my own fitness gym. I know this, but I know it's going to be hard, but it'll be well worth it. So I was like, Lord, if, if you don't want me to do that, then show me. And so I remember I applied with the state, and I looked online, and I saw where it said beside my name was not chosen. I said, okay, Lord, that that was my cue. So me being at home and been working like half my life, that alone was a struggle for me because I've always was used to making my own money and always employed. So it was it was challenging to be at home and, and now having a child and now having two kids. And so, but the importance of that and the support system, um, Sharifa, she reminded me of what a pastor, apostle told me um, years ago about where she, what God told her where I'm supposed to be. And all it takes is just that one word. And it meant, it meant a lot because it just reminded me, I know that even though it doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like right now, but remember what God told you. Just because you're going through this right now does not mean God... He hadn't forgotten about me, and his his word is true, and he does not lie to us. And so you just have to continually hold on to what he what was that night? What did your what was that he told you that day or that night? You have to hold on to that that particular moment. What did he tell you? So okay, Lord, you told me. So all I can do is hold on. That's just it. I mean, I can't turn back now. Sister's 44. I'm not trying to go through this again. I'm trying to do big things. And if it means for me to hold on until he work whatever it is he needs to work out in me, you know, it's the reason why he's holding you where you are right now. Maybe he can't, you can't trust you at the, the level that he's trying to take you. Which is okay. I'm fine with it as long as you, as long as I know that you're gonna get me there. So that's all I need to know. And so um, that's that's just it. Just having friends that will tell you for real when you talking crazy, <laughs> and when you need to be reminded of, hey, what did God tell you? You know. Yeah. And go back to the basics. 
the word. Yeah. What did the word say about what your dream is? What is it? What did he tell me about who you are? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds simple, simplistic, but that's it. That's what helps you. Just to what for the person who's listening that doesn't believe doesn't in the Lord or doesn't? I mean, what do they do? I think something that's very basic is you are your biggest advocate. Yeah. You are the person that is going to push yourself, that's going to help you become greater. So something that's not even, you know, not even in the word is having those friends that's going to lift you up, mm-hmm. finding the people that's not going to tear you down, mm-hmm. because those, those are the people that don't want to see you succeed. Yeah. Those are the people that aren't going to push you to be better than you already are. So the, some, that's just something that's just basic. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I'm a person of faith, so number one, I think you need to get on your hands and knees and pray and say, I need to find some counsel, but I'm going to find some, if I don't, you know, have that faith, I'm going to find that counsel in someone that's higher than me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find that mentor. I'm going to find that person that's already been through the storm and mm-hmm. has already um, crossed that path. Mm-hmm. So then I can help myself. Yeah. And uh, you just you gotta encourage yourself, and you just have to realize that you have this dream. You have this dream to travel. You do the right thing. You spend your money wisely. Mm-hmm. It's just very practical. If you have this dream of building a business. Don't be spending your money all willy nilly. Right. You have to find a savings. You have to you have to prioritize your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't prioritize your life, then how are your dreams gonna? Come true. Come true. That's 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 something very basic. That, when you were saying that, that is so good because you hear people say you are like the five closest people in your circle. Mm-hmm. So I think I have learned that I need to surround myself by people that are moving, that are going, mm-hmm. not necessarily where I'm going, but yeah. that are moving forward. Right. We don't have to have the same dream or the mm-hmm. same goals, but you can't be stuck in old places because I can't get stuck with you then. <laughs> And so you have to have some kind of goals and, and some kind of plan. Not saying that every now and then, you know, I might have to, to no, come on, keep going. But not where we're consistently both in the ditch and we can't mm-hmm. and we can't get out. Sharif, will you share with us about home mom? I was, I was going to say everything that you guys said. But, but absolutely, even even just in those times when we were transitioning from partnership business with someone to, to solely doing it on our own, just having those people around you that can say, no, where you are, where you are is not who you are. Mm. Where you're going, that's what you need to remember and, and, to, and to remind us of, this is not the end. This is, this is only a, a throughway of, of, of where you're going to and, and just having friends and, and support and, and it's like you said, and even even when you find or, or you you see those people around you that are are continually beating you down or reminding you of the place where you're at, those are and sometimes it is difficult, um, especially if it's friends that I've been friends with for a while to cut those people off because you know what I'm I'm on the way somewhere I'm on the way to my dream I'm on the way to my destiny and so. Like she said, um, and and that's something that I've learned over the last year is sometimes I just need to have the confidence and the faith in me. Mm-hmm. I just need to believe in me, and 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 not from this comparison place of somebody else, but just from you know what this is who I am. This is my skill. This is my ability. This is what I'm good at. This is what I'm passionate about. And then just encourage me. And 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 sometimes in some places and transitions in life. That is going to have to be enough. Mm-hmm. In some places, me pushing me, encouraging me, motivating me, inspiring me is going to have to be enough. And then there are times when there will be people around you that have either achieved or are on the way to achieve and have hit that rough spot or hit that, that challenge. And, and they're going to say, no, well, come on, because I was where you were, and I know that you can come through. I know that you can be on the other side. I love that. And then, like what you were saying, um, being enough for yourself, Mm because that is a process that I had to go through because I struggled with self-esteem and knowing that I was enough. So being able to to talk to yourself, as they say, (laughs) in the mirror, I'd have to give myself a pep talk, like, you got this. You can do this. Why Mm -hmm. can't you? If other people could do it. What what is different? Mm-hmm. I mean, your circum we look at our circumstances or the things we're going through right. in the moment, mm-hmm. but really, 
people accomplish so much. You hear people that went from being homeless to multimillionaires. You know, um, young kids. We were talking about the young kid in the bow tie business. You know, I mean, if all these people can do it, I surely can accomplish what I'm going for. So um, that's the biggest thing, being your biggest advocate, being the one that when you look in the mirror, you can say, you got this girl or, or, you know, guy, you know. But, you know, being your biggest fan, like, yeah. like you can you can do this. Right. You, you got it. Keep going and telling yourself to keep going. And then looking at um, where you've already came from, like mm-hmm. the progress. I think looking at the progress you've already made. And then like, learning. Yes, and learning from it. Like, what can I take from this to do it better mm-hmm. next time or to make it a little smoother in mm-hmm. the in the middle of the process? Yeah. And so I, I love it. Sharif, we still have a couple minutes. Will you? like a minute and just share your heart with someone that's around your age like not giving up regardless if you're older you know what share your heart with that like going after your dream no matter the age or the circumstances what would you tell her i would say to that one that wife that mother that um when you feel that you become too old and I'm not saying that I'm old, but you know, <laughs> but when you hit the mid 40s or beginning 40s, and you feel that life is just too late, because it's not. I mean, it's better late than never. And I know that's a cliche, but it's true. I mean, it, regardless of when you start, as long as you start, that's the main thing. As long as you start, and knowing that it's not too late, and just always have. And like uh, Courtney was saying. Um, being your own advocate. Mm-hmm. Encourage yourself. Wasn't that a phone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just <laughs> encourage yourself. <laughs> encourage yourself. It's not too late. It's not too, because somebody out there is watching you, and they will learn from your testimony. Yeah. Because whether it's big or small, somebody's watching you, regardless of where you start, as long as you start. So that's my word to somebody. <laughs> Love it. Sharifa? Um, I, I would encourage whoever that it doesn't matter if you haven't followed the traditional way um, what I'm learning is who, who says it who says that's the right way who says you have to go that way who, who made that law that I have to follow that um, and, and, and to know that you always have what it takes to be whatever you're passionate about we're not normally we're not just passionate about something just because it just poops into our minds one day. No, really, it's something that was placed there when I was born already. So maybe I just came into awareness of it. And so if if I just came into awareness of it and I'm passionate about it, you know, like Sheree talked about with training, you already have the gifts, the ability, the skills, the know-how to accomplish it. So just take the steps. Just take the steps towards whatever it is, whether you have the degree, whether you have the years experience, whether you have the skills. I went into a job interview for uh, to be an auditor. The, the requirements were um, either needed to have some experience in the military, some experience in the oil and gas field, or you needed like a bachelor's degree. I had none of those. And I remember going in there saying to God, if this has anything to do with my purpose, my destiny, if this job can help me accomplish, gain some skills, then I'm going to go in here and, and slam the interview, do, do my best, and I came out, got the job. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was just an example to me is that it, I don't have to follow this, this, this outline. For some people, yeah, that's, that's the way. But it's not for everybody, and it doesn't uh, counsel counsel you out if if you don't follow that. Um, and, and you can do it. You just take the steps. Okay, Yeah, uh, something that's really quick. I guess I'm I'm younger, so I'm speaking to like the younger people. But um, I would just say never give up and find your passion, find what you love, and and cultivate that. And you want to turn your vision and 
turn it into a fruition. You want to you want to transform that. Um, so in that in that season, you need to just try and yeah. focus on what you love, yeah. on what you're passionate about, and cultivate it, mm-hmm. and sit on it, and and dream dream big. If that means making a vision board for some people, then do that. If that means um, talking to to your friends about it and and bringing that to light. And I say do it, but never forget what um, you were able to do. And never let someone tell you that you can't do it. Never let that happen. I love that. And for me, it would be um, as a single mom or any single parent, really, um, remembering that your children are watching you. Um, So as you're doing this, you're not doing it just for yourself. So you're supporting them. You're saying, hey, this is possible. You can do this regardless of what life throws at you, regardless of what it looks like. And for me, I have a 13-year-old. So she's been through the divorce and kind of watched me get out and transition. And so that reminds me that I can't give up. Even in the moments when I want to, I can't because she's watching me. And I'm setting a standard if she can even go after her own dreams. So that's that's important, knowing that other people are watching you. It may not be a child. It could be a friend that you don't even know that's, that's watching you. So just being able to hold on and encourage yourself and to know that you are making an impact. Someone is watching you. Someone needs to see you accomplish that dream, that goal, that thing that you're believing for. Um, We are out of time. Thank you for joining us on Refresh. Make sure you tune in next Sunday. Regina Johnson will be back as your host. Um, Thank you, Princess Cooper and NHISG. Have a good evening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.